Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. You're listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Covering Mississippi State sports like nobody else. Sports Talk Mississippi's Brian Haydad, along with Robbie Falk from 24-7 Sports, give you an inside look at the Bulldogs on the field, the court, and the diamond. Now, get ready for Thunder and Lightning. This is Thunder and Lightning here on Super... <laughs> I'm leaving it in. This is Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. Brian Haydad and Robbie Falk with you on a Tuesday morning. Thanks for joining us at supertalk.fm or wherever it is you get podcasts from. We appreciate all of our great listeners, especially our servicemen and women out there taking care of us. We want to thank our sponsors at Strange Brew Coffee House and Churn and Spoon Ice Cream. Always make sure you're starting your day the right way, and that's with a trip to Strange Brew Coffee House. Head over to the drive-thru on Highway 12. Head over to the walk-up window on University Drive or if you're in Tupelo, you know, I don't know the setup at Brupolo, but whatever it is, get in line, grab a drink, and get your day started with a little boost from Strange Brew Coffee House. College Corner and collegecornerstore.com. That's the place to shop for anything maroon and white. And guys and gals, the, the, the holiday season is going to be here before you can blink. It is time to start making your orders. Collegecornerstore.com. And also, don't forget, if you're not quite sure what to get, a gift card makes a fine stocking stuffer. So, you can always buy those at collegecornerstore.com or either of the two College Corner locations uh, they have there in Jackson. They're in Ridgeland by Fleet Feet. They're in Flowood by the Half Shell. Always look for maroon and white merchandise at College Corner. Humble Taco, Starkville's newest and best Mexican restaurant. Robbie, we need to make a Humble Taco run maybe this week. It it needs to happen. It's been a while for us. Well, I I just went Saturday, but I'm... I'll go again. Yeah, I think we should do that. Uh, we, we may have to get some lunch uh, because Humble Taco is just such a great place to go. I mean, it's just anything. And, and you guys have listened to this show for long enough. You know that I'm a picky eater, but there is plenty on the menu that Brian Haydad likes to get. And then you got somebody like Robbie who will just eat. He's like a goat. He'll eat anything. That's true. I'll eat grass. Yes. So if you make a grass taco, Robbie would eat that. But he'll also eat all the delicious tacos they have on the menu. So head to Humble Taco next time you're in town or if you're here in Starkville and you want Mexican, don't do the usual thing. Don't 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 you don't want the number 38. You want to head over to Humble Taco and grab some really unique stuff off their menu. Tuesday, you know, not a lot to talk about from the Mike Leach press conference. Uh, not not a lot going on there. Not a lot of information uh, from him. Uh, so let's let's sort of look at something different, and then we'll do our SEC picks uh, in the second half of the show. I think that what people are afraid of with this past game, whenever you see your team take a step back, it doesn't matter who you're playing, right? It, Alabama is one of the best teams in the country. Uh, they 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 look every bit the part of a real contender for the national title, and State just wasn't prepared for them. They're not they're, from a talent perspective, just not ready to go out there yet. And, you know, you want to be able to shake that off and go to the next game. I think whenever you see a game like that, though, the fear is regression. You know, Rodgers had only thrown two picks all year. Is he is he going to regress back to the mean now? Because he threw three picks in one game. Is there, are, are you worried about picks going forward? Um, defensively, you know, they've been so good against the run all year, and now then Alabama rushes for almost 200 yards against them. Uh, you know, the blitzes, which had been effective all year, not effective at all against Alabama. Just we'll, we'll we'll get into the specifics in a second, but we'll start with the big picture question. Are you concerned that 
a regression could happen this week? Not really. I I think I said it on Sunday. I just I don't think that I can really take much away from that Bama game. Right. It just kind of is what it is. This team was playing pretty well before that. I, I feel like you should get back to how you were playing against Texas A&M and, and all that moving forward because you were moving in the right direction offensively. You, you felt pretty good about your offense. Your defense still giving up a ton of big plays, but you know it's still top half of the league in total defense and, and things like that. So you feel okay about the defense. You need to be a little bit better, clean up some of those those mistakes that you're having out there. But if you can just put this game behind you now – and get back to how you were doing things, you're not going to see a team like Alabama on the rest of the schedule. Right. You're, you're just not. There's there's no Georgia coming up, and that's the closest thing uh, to Alabama. Alabama and Georgia are kind of almost one and the same. I think Georgia's more of a, more of a, uh, I guess, a, a force this season, but they're both in their own league and everybody else is out of it. Mississippi State's not going to see another team like that this year. So at this point, if you're state, you – if you're Mike Leach, you get the practice this week and you say, let's throw that game in the trash can. They were better than us. We didn't play well enough. But we're we're a good team and everything's still ahead of us. We got three wins to go to get to a bowl game. It's very manageable. The schedule in the back, back end, well, let's take it one week at a time, do our jobs, and execute. And that's the main thing for this team, that they've got to execute at a high level to be good. So uh, – you know, coming out and, and throwing an interception on the opening possession like they did against Alabama, that's that's not gonna cut it. You gotta come out and you gotta have a clean first possession in these games and, and get off to the right start because they really haven't done that um most of the season so far. How much of, of, of that answer in terms of just this week is is because they're playing Vanderbilt? Would you be more concerned about it if this was Kentucky or Arkansas? Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, this is an opportunity for Mississippi State to to get those to get the kinks worked back out, uh, to come out and have a lot of success, build your confidence because you have some really big games here down the stretch. You've got Kentucky. Is it Kentucky, Arkansas, and Auburn in three straight weeks? Is that right? Kentucky, Arkansas, and Auburn. Correct. That's that's a big stretch. Mm-hmm. You you win. You win five straight games here going into the Egg Bowl, yeah. or are you win? Are you going? You know, four and one, three and two, something like that. Yeah. Um, you feel pretty good about yourself. We talked about that back in the summer. We said that that stretch, Kentucky, Auburn, Arkansas, was what was going to do, <clears throat> define the entire season for Mississippi State. Because you're right, it's sandwiched between two games you feel like you're going to win, Vanderbilt and Tennessee State. So those three, 3-0, three and oh, man, now we're, now we're cooking. 2-1, uh, and one, still great. Still a, a potential for a great season. <coughs> Excuse me. And then... One and two, zero oh and three, sort of speak for themselves. Even one and two, though, you know you're at least going to go to a bowl game because you're going to get to those six wins. I don't think there's going to be regression. I'm with you. I think that I'm, I'm taking very little from this game. Now that being said, I don't want to write it off entirely because I expected them to be better and they weren't. They still expose their issues. Yeah, and then they show they gave everybody sort of a blueprint. Of you know, if you catch them in the blitz, they're vulnerable. Uh, if you you know, whatever this coverage that evidently Nick Saban invented a new coverage, pulled it out of thin air for this for this offense, which is just incredible for me to think about. Um, 
But you, I'm sure there are some things on tape that people saw. Now, it helps to have Will Anderson. Not Nobody else has that guy the rest of the Yeah, play. it helps to have Will Anderson, Henry Tua Tua, and yeah. guys yeah. like that. Jordan Battle and I mean, everybody Jones out there is a four-star better. Yeah. So, so I, I'm not overly concerned about regression as a team. What about individuals? We'll start with Will Rogers. Obviously, if he's not completely healthy, that's a concern. But are you concerned that even if fully healthy that, you know, I'm not saying he's going to throw three picks against Vanderbilt, but that he that what you saw is concerning from him last Saturday. No, because we've seen it from him, and he's he's not the kind of guy that I expect to to let something kind of bog him down. And this team really is is isn't like that. Last year was probably the worst circumstances of all uh, with how that season was playing out. You were losing ball games, and you were losing key players on the team either through injury or opting out and you got down to the point where you were having mostly freshmen and sophomores that were running the team Mm -hmm. and and you're running the air raid offense for the first time so it it couldn't get much worse than what it was in the middle of last season Mm -hmm. and for that team to fight through that and come out of that and be pretty solid by the end of the year I have faith this team can do that too. I mean, they they had the circumstances happen against Memphis. They lost to LSU and then went on the road and beat Texas A&M. So this team has shown the ability to kind of dig itself out of a hole and not let things really kind of bog them down. I feel like that's that's going to be the identity of this team and a Mike Leach team because it just seems like his team's kind of struggle early on in his tenure and then really kind of get into a, a zone. And that's what you're hoping this team does as well. I agree, again. And I, I'm not trying to come across as like sunshine guy or anything, but I think with Rodgers, you know, he made bad throws. I think the the injury did affect him. Um, but the, I got five games of evidence of him throwing 14 touchdowns to two picks that makes me think, okay, once he's not facing a defense absolutely loaded to the core, then he should be okay. I expect Will Rogers' numbers this week to look like Will Rogers' numbers. I expect him to complete 65 to 70% of his passes, maybe even more. I expect him to be close to 400 yards. I expect him to throw a couple of touchdowns, and I expect him to not turn the ball over. I feel like that's a reasonable uh, expectation. Defensively, you know, Vanderbilt, I think Ken Seals is, is hurt. I don't know if he's out for this game or not, but... Vanderbilt is not a team that you think of and think of explosive plays. So that would be a uh, uh, if if State is giving up explosive plays as Vanderbilt team, that that's a big issue. Are, are defensively, are you worried that now teams are just going to say, let them come, let them blitz, and we'll find we'll find open guys? I think so. I mean the 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 thing is, like, can State can other teams do that? Uh, not everybody can do that. Not everybody can do what Bryce Young did, mm-hmm. and that's what has made you know Zach Arnett's defense successful for the most part, or at least consistent. Is you know they've been able to get pressure on the quarterbacks and is forcing quarterbacks into mistakes. Well, Alabama just exposed that because they had the players that can make the plays. I don't think everybody can do that. I don't think Vanderbilt can do it for sure. If, if I'm Zach Arnett in this game, I have the same game plan this this week. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna unload with pressure, and trust my defensive backs to to cover. And if you can't cover these guys, then you're in trouble. 
And, and there might be a play or two where they have a coverage bust or something like that, but mm-hmm. why change it up at That's this point? That's every game for every team. Every, yeah. Everybody has one bad play. Why, why change it up at this point? I mean, right. I don't think this defense is great. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's really, really good. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's I, good I just think to be it's good enough. One. It's good enough that they should be five in position. One. The offense really should be better. The, yeah. The uh, the offense has not been good. Mm-hmm. Um, and three touchdowns this year, non-defensive. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, I, I I really think that the defense is what it is. I don't think you. Sh- I don't think my expectations for this defense isn't top twenty-five. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just I just need them to be decent. I need Mike Leach's offense to do what it's supposed to do and average thirty-five points a game or something. You know. On the other side of regression, there is progression. And from a special teams perspective, obviously the return of Brandon Ruiz had the effect that we thought it would. Three field goals for him. I thought Archer Trafford might have had his best game as State's punter. Yeah, he was good. Was really good. Had a couple of really good kicks. He seems to be getting better week to week. Nobody's going to kick the ball to Tula Griffin anymore. Uh, and and regardless of what people say on message boards, he can't run across the field to fair to not fair catch to break up Dylan Johnson fair catching that. Is that is that what people want? Uh, somebody said that on the, on the, on on Gene on Gene's page. They said uh, that they were not impressed with the way he kept fair catching the ball. And when somebody pointed out that's Dylan Johnson fair catching the ball, he, the comment was made, "Well, he should just go over there and get it." Robbie just made. If you could have seen his, he had a little uh, an involuntary eye spasm there. Something something like 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 yeah, it was pretty funny. That's not nearly as bad as the people that are huge Mississippi State fans that don't know what channel the game is on or what time it is. Every week. Some people don't even know if it's on TV. Is the game on TV? The guy, guy, what a hero this person was, who said, I'm not trying to call you out, but why would you ask this question on a message board when a three-second Google search would fix this? Yeah, I mean, it's just – it's really, you know – it's our job too it's to help something. that out, but I mean the the internet exists for this reason. Yeah, um, this this stuff is on the internet with a simple type into the the toolbar. Yeah. Mississippi State, Mississippi State football Vanderbilt. There you go. Kickoff. Yeah, done. Everything's all the information you need is right there. I just I, I really get what aggravated if, whenever I write a story that might have these things <laughs> in it, and somebody comes in there and asks a question, and all the information is right there in the story. Yeah. But anyway, getting back to that, I feel like from a kicking perspective, you feel a, almost like a 180 from where yes. you felt maybe two weeks ago. You feel a lot better with Brandon Ruiz out there. Anything inside 40 yards you feel pretty good about. You feel I, great I about extra points. I need to see him kick 45 or something just yeah. to make sure. But I feel pretty good about it. I mean, I mean to me, All of his he's three a, field goals were no doubt guys. So to were, me, he's an NFL guy. I think I, so. I think, I think he's going to be an NFL guy. I really do. But he's got to stay healthy. You know he's he's got to, he's got to be able to maintain that because um, that's a tough business, and still find somebody else that tickers are a dime a dozen. They really are. So, so all in all, with this team going in, you know, this game again, I think playing Vanderbilt helps a lot. You know, you would they always talk about you know don't make one loss turn into two losses. I think with um, it being Vanderbilt, that helps you. If this was Kentucky, I would be concerned. If this was Arkansas on the road, I would be concerned. Vanderbilt, I feel like – I don't feel like State can just show up and win. It's not a gimme game. But State doesn't have to play its best game to win comfortably. Yeah. That, I, I think they need to come out and 
get a lead early in that ball game and just kind of suck the wheel out of out of Vanderbilt. I mean, th- these are games like the Memphis game. If you let teams like that hang around and have a chance, they start believing in themselves and, and weird things start happening. Um, this is a Vanderbilt team that's just been awful. Uh, they had to kick a field goal against UConn to beat them as time expired, and that's quite possibly the worst team in the FBS that they beat at home. So um, Mississippi State has no business being in this game. They, they should they not, should blow. Not dominating this game, you mean? Well, yeah. I, I meant like – Vanderbilt has no business. Yeah, I mean this shouldn't be a game. Right. Mississippi State should come out and control this game from the start. State's not a great team, but they're significantly better than Vanderbilt like everybody else in the I, league is. I think State will win easily, but as we sit here on Monday night, I don't think they're going to cover. That's that's a high twenty three spread for for a team that's only scored you know their their biggest margin of victory this year is four yeah I guess it's fourteen but I mean I think if I mean if they won thirty one to ten are we that surprised Yeah I mean that's still three touchdowns Yeah that's a high number that Vegas is is much higher on Mississippi State than you and I yeah, are. which is the first time this year because they weren't high on them for NC State at all and they weren't high on them against Memphis remember the Memphis they were only like a three point favorite Yeah so something. I think it may not be so much Mississippi State as they just don't have any. I, I just think Vanderbilt. they realize Vanderbilt's awful. Yeah. Which Mike, they almost Michael beat Bulky South Carolina. Today. He said today, he's like, they shot their shot against South Carolina. They don't have anything left in the tank. Uh, so we'll see. We'll see what happens. All right. Let's move on into our SEC picks. And that's brought to you by our good friends over at the Mississippi Beef Council. Mississippi Beef producers are such a huge part of what this state does from an agricultural perspective. 15,000 producers in the state with a value of production almost a half billion dollars and they're producing the stuff we all love to eat. Nothing beats that sizzle of beef on the grill. Be it a burger, a great steak, a brisket, a tri-tip, a picanha. As you know, you guys may not be aware of this, I have an extensive knowledge of beef and all the cuts. It's almost like I used to do an ad read for somebody who did that kind of stuff. Never mind that. Beef is always the way to go when you're looking for a great meal for your family. And if you're looking for some great recipes, they've got them at msbeef.org. Something for the grill, something for the crock pot, something for just want to put in the oven, they've got you covered at msbeef.org. Remember, beef, it's what's for dinner. Two Brothers Smoked Meats in the heart of the cotton district. Man, they tweeted out they're having drink specials all week long this week. Make sure you, if, you, if you're looking to have... A little fun after work, you head over to Two Brothers. But if you're just looking to have a great meal, you can certainly do that as well. And don't forget about tailgating. If you're looking to tailgate, Two Brothers has got you covered. Email them at twobrothersstarkville at gmail.com all the way up to Wednesday of game week, and they'll get you taken care of with a great spread. You'll be the envy of the junction, and you'll always be the envy of anybody when you tell them you're going to Two Brothers in the heart of the Cotton District. It's spooky over there. They got some uh, spider webs out there on the – they've they've decorated for Halloween. So uh, it's they're they're in the spirit, I guess. There you go. Uh, <coughs> excuse me. Advantage business systems. You you threw me off. Sorry. It's all right. No problem. I, I you you have carte blanche. You talk whenever you want. Well, I don't believe that. You interrupt me all the time. That's what that's what Fred would have you believe. I tried to love uh, you, Fred. I tried to talk about the high heel shoes that we saw thrown onto the field a few yeah. years ago, and you you cut me off. I did? Yeah, the other day. I didn't cut you off. You cut I me didn't off. Cut you, off. <laughs> you. I know. You. I'm the worst. Advantage Business Systems is the best. They've got you taken care of two two different ways. 
First off, whatever you're looking for for your business from a technological standpoint, they've got it. Copiers, printers, uh, computers, software, anything you're looking for, they've got it. And then every sale gets backed up with the kind of customer service you'd want to give to yourself. But if not, you're talking about your next-door neighbors. And that's what they are at Advantage Business Systems. They're Mississippi first. Always have been, always will be. 46 years doing business in the Magnolia State. Make you make your business one of their success stories. Call them today at 601-362-9192 or visit them online at absms.com. Find out how Advantage Business Systems helps your business do business. All right. I am one pick up on Robbie in the SEC picks, and this week's slate is hot garbage. It is just poor. There are only, uh, I think, five games on the schedule this weekend. Am I right? Yes, five, and we'll only be picking four of them. It's putrid. That's gimmick infringement, and you know it. (laughs) Should have done it first place. Well, I'm trying to, like, I've got a little head cold. I'm trying to, like, save the pipes. And for me to get that putrid, I really want to go deep into the Vince McMahon uh, voice there. So that's probably not a, not a good decision health wise. I want to drop the, at some point, I want to drop the, shut up when I'm talking. Life sucks, and then, then you, you die. die. <laughs> All right. Uh, There's I some f- good ones out there. I feel like Arkansas, Arkansas Pine Bluff's a no brainer for us. Don't you agree? God, this is, this is, this might this is this is definitely the worst week of the season, my friend. No if doubt. You think this week is bad? Wait till next week when there are only actually four games. Ugh. Now they're all conference games, but still. Well, there. This is that's a better slate. I guess. I mean, Th- this week is an awful slate. I, you and I are going to agree on every single one of these games, and and we sure are. Which means uh, I'll still be winning. Only one of them is probably going to be close. I think. So we'll both take Arkansas. Yes. Well, let's do the one that we think might be close last. Okay. We'll both take Alabama to just humiliate Tennessee. And that the, and that long-standing year. rivalry that's always a great game. Yeah. That's holding up the division. Everything else. It's holding everybody's everybody's cross-divisional games. Yeah. Is not, that This game is holding you it up. You think Tennessee would be like, you know what? We're good. Yeah. Why don't we switch up? Why don't, why don't we, we play, change, why don't we play somebody State else? More. Yeah, exactly. Maybe not Ole Miss. They don't, you know, there's only so much mustard to go around. And golf balls. And golf balls. Who who throws a shoe? Uh, who throws a cupcake? Honestly, uh, South Carolina, Texas A and M. I feel like Carolina will make it interesting. Yeah, I just, they I don't play think, hard. I don't think Carolina's good at all. Oh, they're not good at all. I but think, they play um, hard. So A and M has Ole Miss next week. No, Ole Miss is. They have Auburn. Is Ole Miss's game next week? Who does A and M play next? A and M is off next week, and then they play. It's got to be Ole Miss. Auburn. Okay, Auburn. Yeah. Um, okay, so th- this isn't really a trap game per se. No. no. I- I'm going A&M. They're playing at home. South Carolina stinks. Mm-hmm. I'm going A&M. I don't even know what the- what's the spread on this. You know what? Let's probably look, let's look at what our friends in the desert have to say. I'm about gonna say 14 and a half. Oh, I bet you it's more than that. I bet it's like 17 and a half. 17 and a half. Let's see here. Um. Whew, the spread for. Alabama is 24 and a half. Should be higher. Should be higher. It's 21. Wow. Yeah. Yikes. That's about right. Though. South Carolina couldn't score but 21 on Vanderbilt. Yeah. So. And they had to bring in Zeb Nolan to win the ball game. Uncle the, Zeb. Gra- the guy that was the, was the graduate assistant on the team. He's, he's 162 years old. Zeb is a... Is a uh, Very old man name. 1800s. Yeah. Yeah. Like 
I would I would imagine a higher percentage of Zebs served in the Civil War than any other war in our country's history. I go with that. So, so we'll both take the Aggies is our point here. Yeah. And then the game that, you know, maybe we could talk about it a little bit, Ole Miss and LSU, the always uh, fiery rivalry yes. the, and battle for the Magnolia Trophy that LSU left the on real the sidelines two years ago, a la the civil conflict. I'll say this. It would be poetic for Orgeron to have already been fired. Orgeron is the greatest interim head coach in the history of the world. To just run on the table, starting here, at his old stomping grounds, and just put... And if LSU can run the football the way they ran it last week, they have a chance to be in this game. Yeah. But Ole Miss... If and, I knew for a fact Matt Corral wasn't going to play, oh, come on, yeah, I'm about to say they don't don't, they don't buy like, into the, the rat yeah that poison. that is absolute smokescreen. Yeah. But if I knew for a fact that I he wasn't, LSU. I would take LSU in this game. Yes. But he's going to play and he's going to put up some big numbers in this game. I think this game could play out a lot like the Florida game did for LSU could be a this shootout. past week. I, I think I think LSU is going to be scored on relatively easy. Uh, I think that LSU is going to score relatively easy. I just don't have enough faith in LSU to get the stops they need in right. this ball game. But I, I'm like you. I actually even said this on Saturday. I think I could see Ed Orgeron winning every game except for the Alabama game. Well, that's what we talked. And about. then force it. Like what? Like what do you do then? Right. I mean, you're, you're going to have to that's let him why go. I, I guess, think still. LSU. I know they said it started before. I think they were just like, no, 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 no. We're not yes. going to do this. That's We're exactly what happened. Start running. That's exactly what happened. He beat Florida like no. Nah, that's going to turn into the, the trigger now. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, I'm I'm going to take LSU in this game, but <laughs> I could very easily see them. I mean, Ole Miss has been good on offense, but they beat they they gave up they had a two point conversion that from Arkansas they, they would have lost be, that they ball have game. Lost. They should have yeah. lost. They would have lost that ball game. They could have easily lost to Tennessee last week after all that stuff started happening. The problem with Ole Miss is this. Corral can't have 30 carries. And no. Kiffin said that today. He's taking way too many hits. So, But the problem becomes they sort of need him to run the football. You know, that's, that's the X factor in this offense. They put everybody out in the pass pattern, and when there's nobody open, Kiffin's t- or, or, or Corral's taking off. Yeah. If you take that away, all of a sudden Ole Miss you know, isn't, as, isn't as good. So I don't know how you balance that, but it feels like Corral is teetering on the edge because Corral is not Dak Prescott. He's yeah. not built. His to body's carry, not built for that. He's not built to carry the ball that many. Times. He's taking some shots, man. Yeah. I mean, and he's two hundred pounds. Dak Prescott's two thirty, and he stop. He he usually slides, which I don't like the way he slides because it's opening. He, he him, dives more than slides. Well, he's opening himself up to get helmet to helmet. Yeah, and it, I I think you're putting the defense in a bad spot there when you just slide out of nowhere. Yeah, but he's going to take some hard shots to the head when he does that. But this week he took a lot of shots to the body, and that's just not he he's not built for that, like you said. Uh, so there's got to be a happy medium there. They're having a lot of injuries. Uh, there's some rumors out there about Braylon Sanders. There's some you know the defense is, is starting to get beat up. I don't know. I don't know what this LSU with this Ole Miss team looks like in a couple of weeks. But right now they're right there in position. If Alabama loses a ball game, they can win the SEC West. So. And the schedule is very manageable for that team. So I'm interested to see what they do this week against LSU. It's going to be a big crowd. Eli Manning, I think, is getting uh, recognized at halftime. His jersey's getting retired or something like that. So 
Uh, it should be an interesting game, but this is always, uh, you know, a, a pretty good ball game between these two teams. There you go. So we'll see. So Robbie and I will still be tied at the end of uh, this week. We'll see what next week brings as I continue just to try to hold on. Chickened out. I didn't chicken out. I wasn't ever going to take LSU to win this game. So, all right. Tomorrow's show is the rumblings, which knows you know what that means. You need to send your questions in, and uh, Robbie and I will answer them, and we'll settle in for a solid two and a half hours of podcasting. It'll be like uh, hardcore history without the uh, the history. Yeah. So, have a good one, guys. We'll talk to you tomorrow for Robbie Falk. I'm Brian Haydad. Thanks for listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.